Hello, my little sugar cubes. Welcome to the Fitness Manifest Podcast. If you don't got a clue on what to do, let Teresa Side effects might include motivation, empowerment, giggles, enlightenment, inspiration. New Year's is approaching, and we're all ready to leave 2020 behind. You vow to eat healthier and work out regularly. You feel excited and motivated for the new you, but a few weeks into the year, you may be feeling uninspired. Talking about change is easy, but adopting a new lifestyle is very difficult. So how do you know when you're ready to embrace a new lifestyle and how do you get yourself to maintain it? Well, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about a psychological model that examines your motivation, barriers, and provides strategies you can implement to promote change. Hello, my name is Teresa Sedeno. I'm a personal trainer, and I'm going to teach you how to lose weight. The model I alluded to is known as the Stages of Motivational Readiness for Change. It's a long title. I know. It was created by two psychologists, Prahashka and Dicamante, in the 1970s. This model was designed to describe the psychological factors that drive change behavior. Additionally, the model lists the phases people cycle through when changing their habits. The fitness industry adopted this model to understand client behavior so we could create strategies that encourage clients to live healthier and more active lives. The stages of readiness are generally used to introduce physical activity, but the same principles and strategies can be applied to nutritional goals. I'll be sharing the nutritional strategies in the next episode, so make sure to hit that subscribe button to be notified. Now to begin moving forward, you must understand the stage of readiness you are in. Stage 1 is characterized by a lack of desire to introduce change into your life. In our case, you won't feel a need to exercise. You are aware of the benefits of exercise, but you don't have a desire to work out in the near future. When you're in this stage, you want to ask yourself, what has led me to be inactive? Answering this question allows you to understand why you're not active and why you don't have the desire to change. If, for example, you have multiple injuries, you may not know what exercises are safe. Perhaps your image of working out is at a gym, but you don't feel comfortable working out in a public space. Or maybe you have surrendered to the belief that you don't have time to work out, so you push it off for later in life. When you're in stage one, you'll want to focus on understanding your resistance to change. Stage two is characterized by an interest in working out. You may feel overwhelmed, scared, and unprepared to take action today, but you consider the possibility of starting in the near future. When you're in this stage, you tend to view your future self as a more confident and motivated version of you. In order to bridge the two views of yourself, answer these three questions. What activities am I able to do? 
What activities will I want to do? And what rewards will keep me motivated and excited? When in this stage, the best plan for you is to focus on gathering information. Watch, listen, and read about different physical activities available to you. Research about behavior change, exercise, and motivation. Favorite the YouTube workout videos that catch your eye. Search for group classes and personal trainers near you that are offering classes and ask for their schedule, cost, and availability. For information about my coaching, you can visit fitnessmanifest.com. Stage 3 is characterized by taking actions. Congratulations! You've introduced physical activity into your life. This stage, however, is a transition between no exercise and the recommended levels. The American College of Sports Medicine recommends at least 30 minutes of moderate exercise five days a week, or at least 20 minutes of vigorous exercise three days a week. In this stage, your workouts might look like taking the stairs instead of taking the elevator, washing your car, walking for 20 minutes three days a week, or gardening. In order to move on to the next stage, address possible barriers that get in the way of increasing your physical activity. Barriers are situations that excuse you from working out, such as believing you don't have time, not having workout equipment, or getting bored with your routine. Noting perceived barriers will help you brainstorm solutions. If you're feeling bored with walking, for example, try a new activity. If you feel like you don't have time to work out, try incorporating activity into your regular actions. Do a couple squats while you wait for your food, bike while you watch Netflix, or park far away from your destination. Baby steps are still steps forward. Don't forget that. Stage four is reaching the recommended amounts of physical activity. Yay! The challenge for you here is to remain active. The best way to do this is to set up midterm goals. Midterm goals are a few weeks to a few months long and focus on actions rather than outcomes. Instead of setting a goal to lose 10 pounds, you set a goal to play tennis five days a week for 45 minutes. In order to move on to the next stage, you must maintain consistency. Stage five is the final phase. In this stage, you are performing the minimum recommended physical activity for six continuous months or longer. When you're in this stage, the key is to build confidence. Confidence that you can get back to this level of consistency when life throws you a curveball. Secondly, you want to remind yourself of how far you've come. Oftentimes, we're so focused on what we want to accomplish that we forget to give ourselves credit. Change is not a switch you flip on and off. Instead, it's like a maze. There are many paths you can take. You might take a wrong turn and have to go back, but in the end, there is a path for you to travel. Before you go to bed tonight, sit down and think about what stage you're in. Give yourself time and space to fully understand where you are. Then start to make goals. Dream as big as you want, but don't become overwhelmed. 
Then choose what small steps you are going to take to get there. Remember, it's a lot easier to take the stairs to the next floor than try to jump there. You can utilize the resources I created to help figure out your next step. Click the link below to discover. I hope these ideas help you in the upcoming weeks as we count down to the new year. If you don't got a clue on what to do, let Teresa enlighten you. Side effects might include motivation, empowerment, giggles, enlightenment, inspiration. Boop, boop.